Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is Nacho Mama's Art Show. That was a little Skellington uh, Necroelectric uh, little uh, shout out there. And uh, today, uh, this is your host, Zach Jones. And today, across from me, is one of my best friends from art school. Still my best friend, period. He's my brother from another mother. He's my photography dude. And uh, his name is Roman Hernandez. Yeah, what's up, everybody? <laughs> How you doing, bro? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? Doing good, man. You came down all the way from Austin to do this, man. And you didn't even know you were doing this. I did not. This was... Um... I'm nervous as fuck, so that's fine. We, we can curse, right? We can curse. We can curse like a motherfucker. We're fuck. Good. All right. Stone cool. cold unleashed. Sweet. Yeah, no. So I was just planning on coming through and just hanging out with you and, and meeting up with everybody else, just kind of see how y'all were doing. And then you yeah. pop this on me, and I'm like, oh, well, all right, cool. Hey, man, podcast. some things have changed. Some things have changed. I got a podcast now. Yeah, man, I'm seeing you fucking grind everywhere, <laughs> dude. It's awesome, dude. It's really awesome to see. Uh, you're just being nice now that we're on <laughs> Now that we're on the mics. Yeah, I'm going to go back to being a douche. It's all good. <laughs> I know. I figured. I figured. <laughs> anyway, bro, so what you been up to in Austin? Ah, uh, man, just nonstop grind, dude. Ever since we graduated, you know, because we were a part of the unfortunate class of 2020. You know, we had our... We uh, had the COVID hit. Exactly. And our, our semester ended in... Spring ba- break. Spring break. Literally, we went to that to that photography conference. And yep. then that was literally it. We all went home never to see each other again. Yeah, pretty much. And thank God we both live in the same state. Yeah. So we've gotten to see each other a couple times. Exactly. So that's been nice. But I mean, other than that, man, you know, I uh, pretty much started working at a camera shop there in there in Austin right off the bat. Um, But, you know, what was really nice about that was I started meeting a lot of people that would come into the store, which oddly enough, brought in a lot of um, a lot of professionals actually come to find out a lot of a lot of big name people would come through. And uh, I started hitting it up with a bunch of different production companies. I'm now affiliated with, uh, you know, about three or four now. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and me and my homeboy, shout out Ari, freaking love you, man. Uh, we ended up starting our our own production company. 
Oh, so, what's that called? Uh, it's Straw Hats Productions. And that is not in affiliation with One Piece? It is not, no. <laughs> no, that was... Funny enough, we uh, we ended up going on a photo walk like maybe four years ago. And um, we just, for some weird reason, decided to wear rice, straw rice hats around <laughs> Austin. You and know, they wouldn't bat an eye in Austin, man. They really didn't. Oddly enough, we didn't get like stopped. We didn't get mad, you know, no. mean eyed or anything, mad dogged. Um, so we just thought it was funny. We held on to that name for four years. And, you know, we basically kind of, you know, started shop here like about two, three weeks ago now. Hell yeah, dude. Congratulations. That's Thank amazing. You. Thank dude. you. So for those of you do, who do not know what a uh, photo walk is, well, with me and you, it was more like a photo drive. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah. it's basically like hunting, but for photographers. Like you basically like walk around some spot, or you like go drive out and find some place in the boonies, and you take as many photos as you freaking can. And in the case of me and Roman, we have a storied history of just going to god awful spots and like taking these amazing photos. And uh, we cut our teeth doing that for how many years, man? It was crazy. Yeah, it's it's been a while. We've been on a number of them. Honestly, probably the best times of my life just because you never know what you're going to find. You never knew. We'd be in abandoned houses and it looked like people were just like just there. And like they'd just be crap just f all over this place. And this is all like in Waco, Texas, pretty much most of it, if not out in like the surrounding little towns. So it was insane. And like... God forbid we run across Leatherface or something like that. Yeah, exactly. You would think that some serial killer would jump out and start ooga-booging towards you, running towards you. And it's just like, well, no, but like, I mean, the amount of stuff that we've seen, at least for me personally, in the like three or four years that we've been doing it, you know, it puts into perspective sort of the world around you mm -hmm. within just being you know because we we never really went out of state to go find some of these places it's no all just been all texas all with, central texas exactly within the confines of maybe a 50 mile radius maybe uh, 100 if we got we got ballsy a couple times but yeah we definitely 100 to 50 miles radius like i remember we had an assignment in uh jennings class shout out our yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later <laughs> no we won't <laughs> but uh we we had an assignment in a photo class where essentially uh we had to go we, you had to go 50 miles out to get or 30 miles out to get a photo of like you, that was one of the requirements and i was like bitch that bet like let's go and so i became like the guy that people would come to and they'd be like, hey, I need this like shot. I need this place. And like I knew all these spots. And Roman was a graphic design major and we were hanging out and he liked cameras and shit. And we just like bonded. And he was like, you know what? Let's do I'm going to do photography. And then he became my right hand man and became just as like same thing as me to just like gutter punk like photographers who yeah. kept pissing the teachers off with like all of our like crazy crap we'd come up with. We hung a guy in one shoot. We did. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of fake blood. There was a lot of like. There were guns. There were guns. Not loaded, of course. Not loaded. There were there there had been many, many crazy ass shoots with some of our friends. And we always ran pretty deep sometimes, too. But a lot there was a lot of times it was just me and you. Yeah. No, there, you know, aside from, from the few collaborations that we did with, you know, some of our fellow friends slash other photographers, you know, it really has just been sort of 
you know, just you and I on the road, just kind of seeing where that shit would take us. And honestly, you know, we've, we found a lot of cool spots. Crazy. You know? I mean, talk about, you know, definitely bonding moments for sure. So yeah, no, well, that's, that's why we're bros, man. I appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean like that, that pretty much like that was all those years. Yeah. Thank you. All those years of essentially like, uh, running around like that, that my entire senior show was all those spots essentially. And then like just putting people in it. And I know it informed yours as well, you know, so it was, it was some crazy stuff. I forget, like, <laughs> there was one time we were driving out, I think it was past Valley Mills, and we were driving down this dirt road, <laughs> and we find, we like, Roman just goes, abandoned house, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. Yep. And like, it's a gravel road, my like car just, and just like, okay, so we stop, and like, I go and I grab the fence to jump over, and it's an electric fence. <laughs> I'm just like, it's just like going through me. And I, so I shove it down and I tell Roman to jump over it. And like, he's like, yo, 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 what, are you okay? And I'm like, it's shocking me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we probably shouldn't be doing this. And we jump over it. And I was, was going to say, we then proceeded to go and trespass. Come to find out. So. <laughs> Several times. We've trespassed a couple times. Yeah. But nothing like, we never did anything wrong. We just like took photos essentially of like these like cars that were just covered in like grass and moss and stuff. Stuff that looked like it came out of The Last of Us or something like that. It was insane. You just go out in the country, guys. Just like look around. You'll find stuff like that. Yeah. All it takes is just, you know, kind of leaving what it is that you're most comfortable with. You know, which is really what it was. I mean, yeah. prior to prior to us doing that, I mean, I didn't really find a need to really go out there and venture out. Yeah. But you do it for the very first time and you're like, holy shit, what, if, you know, yeah. what is this? What, what have I been missing out on? No, essentially, like I kind of almost compare it to like a graffiti artist. Like we would just go out to these spots where no one would be at. Mm-hmm. And we knew we wouldn't get in. We tried to know we wouldn't get in trouble. And, you know, just do our art kind of like the graffiti artists would do. And then, like, recently I've started experimenting with that and doing the kind of that kind of situation. And it's very similar. It's a very similar style. It's just you're actually putting art up, which is kind of a nerve wracking experience. Yeah. How is that? Well, <laughs> thank you to uh, Vex Wolf for making me a criminal. <laughs> he has been on or Tim, Tim Webb. He's been on this podcast before. Love you, bro. And uh, he was just like, I was taking some photos of him and he was just like, yeah, man, just grab some cans and do it. And uh, I was like, all right. And I, my timid ass just goes out and, and I'm like, if anyone's going to see anybody doing graffiti, it's going to be me, my six foot five ass. Just like, and I, I like tell Tim, I'm like, do not go anywhere where we have to jump a fence or something like that. Cause the fence is just going to come down. Like we're, they're going to know we were here. It's going to be like juggernaut came through the fucking like area. <laughs> but I mean, like it's, it's, it's definitely a rush. I prefer, I prefer kind of the legal ones more than the illegal, but now that's kind of like a fine line. I mean, Hey, but oh, remember what I used to say. I, it's a photographic opportunity. It is definitely a photographic opportunity. You just got to take those chances, God, man. Oh, oh, that's a story. The bridge. Do you remember the bridge? We we've seen like a bajillion bridges. Okay, no, the freaking bridge out by. Ch- oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to Where kill I was you. Get shot. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. we both were gonna get shot. So we were driving out China Spring, and if you take a left on the high school and you keep driving, there. Or, no, it's not even that. 
It was like Baylor Camp Road or something. I'm not giving away. That. Never mind. Neither. These are our spots, guys. Sorry. Are, yeah, get stay the hell off. Anyway, so we go down this back road, and there's this beautiful bridge that's like out there. It's like one of those like metal bridges that's constructed, and it's broken off, and it's a beautiful spot, and I love going out there. And usually nobody's out there, but the one time I go out there with Roman. It's just a bunch of like redneck, like dudes, like just fishing, like just white dudes fishing. No problem with that. But Roman looks at me and he goes, Hey, it's a photographic opportunity. And I look at Roman and his skin color and I say, Maybe that's not a good idea. And so he's like, Screw it, man. We, and I'm like, We're going to shove cameras in these like mean looking old dudes' faces. And he's like, Yeah, screw it. And he just gets out of the car. And I shit you not, not one of those guys gave us a, like, they all gave us just nasty looks, all of them. And, like, one dude caught a fish, and we're like, yeah, man, that's awesome. He just, like, looked at us. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) And, like, I had, like, this one kid, like, he was playing with a stick, like it was a gun, and he was shooting it at me. And I was like, that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was an, it was definitely an interesting. I think they, they didn't chase us off, but like we, we got some photos, but it was interesting. Yeah. No, that one. I mean, it was still a good memory. at least. It was funny as hell. We laugh about it now, <laughs> during which we were pretty scared. But. Oh, you and your motels, too. That was a fucking I wanted to kill you for that. I mean. But luckily, like nobody was there. I mean, nobody was there. There were cops and two of them. Well, and there was that one dude came up to us at one. The owner came up to us at one. What the fuck are you guys doing here? Yeah. And then there was a crazy dude who looked like Chucky with like the white Mustang at the one that kept like that was like flagging us down because he saw us taking pictures. Okay, you're not wrong. Okay, so that's four examples (laughs) of things being there. So let's fill the people in on what you had to do and what your freaking idea was. Ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clear your throat. <laughs> no, I mean, this was for an assignment. We were both taking medium format, and we just had to come up with a 10-image series. And so my idea was to play off the idea of the American dream, but spin it so that way it's, you know, it's... The American dream is really, in my philosophy, is set aside for only a select few. You know, and I'll I'll kind of leave it at that. Interpretations can be up in the air, whatever you want yeah. it to be. So I decided motels would be a cool one. Uh-huh. So we just drove around for like three or four hours. But look, they were nice photos. They were nice photos. Here's the thing. I though. liked them. Here, okay, <laughs> so, so that's those, all that matters, right? So for those of no, that's not all that matters. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what medium format camera, that was even the largest one, wasn't it? Or what was it? Which one was it? It wasn't the one with like the big prongs. Like No, the big prongs, that's four by five. That's large format. So what did, you, you medium, just had the big, you had the big regular one, right? Exactly. It was the big Pentax, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we have this like camera that looks like a damn cannon. <laughs> just yeah. running around. And like people are looking at us like we're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It was it was one of the funniest things. I wanted to kill Roman by the end of it because <laughs> we had been chased off pretty much every one of these spots we went to. It was uh, and he knew he could come to me because I was the guy who knew where all the freaking motels were. Hey, but I got the shots. You did get the shots. And they were actually good. And they were actually really freaking good. So I'll give you that. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how long have you been doing art for anyway? Oh, uh, you know, it's been kind of off and on. I mean, I took a few art classes in 
elementary school, middle school, like one in high school. Um, yeah. But I wasn't really like huge, huge into it. I didn't really have much of an, I guess, an appreciation for it yeah. back then. Um, I'm a huge gamer. So the what, you know, the huge thing that really ended up bringing me towards art was video games. I love level design. I love character design. I love the actual storytelling of it. So I had an idea towards the end of college or towards the end of high school, my bad, that I wanted to be a game designer. And yeah. I thought, you know, looking at the program here at at, uh, at Baylor, I actually came in initially as a as a computer scientist. Huge fucking mistake. Huge <laughs> fucking mistake. I hated that shit, you know, because it, it I wasn't being engaged with what I wanted to do. And that was with the art aspect of it. Yeah. And so I guess to kind of give a little bit more context to me actually getting into photography, um, uh, you know, rewinding back to senior year, we, I had just finished high school, graduated. My buddy invited me to go on another photo walk, my first one with him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll go along. He had been shooting for quite a long time. And I was like, he had an extra camera and he handed it to me and something about that photo walk and having that device in my hand and seeing the world through a lens somehow just resonated with me and I fell in love with it. Yep. You know, I, there, there was just something about it. I didn't really know at the time what exactly it was until just recently when um, I, we had just graduated college, you know, fast forward and we just now graduate college. This is when I finally figure out why I'm doing this. And it's because, you know, I felt when I was younger, I, I didn't really have sort of an outlet. I didn't feel like I really could express myself um, just from the way my, my family life used to be without getting too into it. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't really think about it when I was actually shooting, shooting, you know, in the moment, it wasn't until I'm sitting in front of my computer looking at all my images that these are all the things that I've been feeling that I'm now, you know, catching and, and mm. portraying within my own photography. Um, you know, that being said, a lot of it indicates loneliness. A lot of it indicates isolation. A lot of it indicates um, emptiness, you know, within cities, because that's what I grew up in. That's what I'm yep. usually surrounded by our large scale buildings. I'm surrounded by a lot of people. Yeah. But it's that sense that I am a very um, introverted person, extremely introverted. Zach can Zach can verify that. <laughs> That's um, why me and him get along. <laughs> and so I found something in what is now my street photography that I just resonated with and that I wanted to work on. And so, um, you know, Zach said this before, you know, I was a graphic designer I really didn't enjoy that either. So I ended up becoming a photographer because I, you know, I took a, a black and white film photography class and I fell in love with it. Yep. You know, and I was like, you know what? I've already been doing this for, you know, about two years at that point, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I was like, screw it. Let's go with it. Worked and out. so, you know, exactly. It worked out. Now, uh, now I'm pretty much, I, I shoot pretty consistently, um, when I'm not, you know, at work, of course, um, and, you know, I'm still doing photo walks and, you know, I was, when I came into town, you know, catching up with Zach and everything, uh, I am actually part of a new photo collective starting in Austin with 
three of my other friends, uh, fellow photographers, uh, Ariel Rossetti, Richard Rincon, Adon Hernandez. You know, so if you guys end up watching this, fucking shout out. I love you guys. Um, and funny enough, we came up with the name for Kelly. Hmm. Now, to give backstory on this, our first ever photo walk that we went on to. Wait, that, for Kelly. For Kelly. Like for R. Kelly? No, 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 no. No affiliation. It's just funny enough that it sounds like that. No, so, you know, disclaimer, there is absolutely no, you know, affiliation with R. Kelly, the, anyways. Horrible human the being. The horrible human being that he is, you know. Um, but, you know, what kind of came about that was. Come about in the closet. <laughs> God damn it, I hate that. All right, well, it was, keep it was actually We're kind good. of enjoyable, but that seems so <laughs> stupid. God damn it. I'm not um, going to say what reference that is. So <laughs> if you don't know it, you're too young. Yeah. But um, so our first photo walk that we just kind of all decided to go on, there was this really bitchy lady. And I mean, we, we had just parked our cars and we had just started walking around. And she's all like, well, what are you guys doing? What are you taking photos of? You know, just kind of being nosy. She was walking her rat dog looking things whatever hey, i got a rat dog don't even see but i love rusty okay <laughs> other rat dogs that are that were not rusty don't talk about oscar <laughs> oh damn oof you know i'll let them talk about that after the show um <laughs> yeah he'll call me later and we just gave her the name kelly and we basically are doing we're we're actually in the process of printing out our first scene uh, which which will probably be coming out towards the end of either this month or April, nice. um, so keep an eye on that. Um, for Kelly, I get for it. For Kelly, I get it. And now. so we basically are indirectly sort of dedicating this zine <laughs> to a bitch that was just being a bitch. That so is, we were just like, you know what? Why not? That is so Why perfect, not? and that is what I think art should be. And that is, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Because you didn't tell me this before the show, and I'm so fucking proud of you. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's funny because we, we've we had these heart-to-heart, what-is-art conversations. And that's art. That's art. You right know, there. and just, like, sticking it to these freaking people that have no business. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. And, you know, what's really opened my mind working at this camera shop in Austin is you know, my now philosophy of like, what, what is photography, you know? And, you know, for me, I, I get it. I'm, I'm pretty much just a peon. I'm a nobody, which is completely fine to me. I'm completely fine with that because that leaves me with the unique opportunity of doing shit. That's me. Yeah. I, I don't have to really follow any rules. I don't have to appease some higher up, you know? And, you know, I, I get it. You know, some people are do photography for money. Yeah. And that's not going to lie. And, you know, this is going to piss off a lot of people. And I'm I, I'm going to go ahead and apologize. But, you know, fuck it. It's me. Um, I, I don't feel like a lot of art comes from that because no. it becomes co- corporate. It becomes commercial. There's, you know, you're doing it for a pay. If you're shooting photography or I guess art in general for a paycheck. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, there's. A very fine line with that too. No, no, no. I completely agree. I mean, I did photography for a auto group for about seven months, and yeah, it was some of the most like just soul sucking. Like it's 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 not art. It's not. It takes the whole thing out of it. I didn't touch my camera 
for art photography till like way after that. You know, yeah, exactly. And me too. I ended up putting I ended up putting down my camera for a little bit, almost thinking that that was kind of it. Yep. But after working after working at this at the shop for a little bit for like three or four months, I finally decided, you know what? I want to change the way that photography that you know, specifically American photography is looked at. Definitely. Because with American photography, what I see is it's very, it's very cookie cutter. You, <laughs> you fall into a category. You yeah. fall into either being a wedding photographer, a yep. product photographer, a yep. food photographer. Yep. And uh, the one thing that pisses me off too is when people are all like, oh, I got into it because I have the eye for it. <laughs> you know, and you're, you couple that with putting yourself into these different categories and to me personally, it sounds like you're 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 you don't want to try and get better. No, definitely. because you're you're comfortable with where you're at. It works, you know. Yeah, sure, it works. Yeah, cool. Well, like, you know, good for you. Yeah, but you know, some someone like me and you, and you know, like Oscar, Oscar, who I who I kindly met, you know, a super awesome guy. You know, we we want to be better than what we were. Oh, for sure. So no. we're gonna branch out. And we're not going to stick with the status quo because, I mean, people have done it already. I mean, you nothing know, is original. Nothing is original anymore. So why not make it your own? No, I completely agree, man. I mean, that's the that's the hill I'll die on for sure. You know, and I've I've been fortunate enough to meet other photographers like this. You know, uh, one photographer that I actually got to sh uh, be a second shooter with. Uh, he was a wedding photographer and, you know. One thing that separated him from other wedding photographers was that he, I mean, he just did stuff that was different. Like he shot long exposures. Yeah. You know, he would run down a hill and chase after his, you know, his couple or whatever. And it was, you know, showing what can be different within that, you know, within that category. Uh, definitely. It's all about like experimentation and uh, all that kind of just creativity. And I mean, that's the thing. So photography and like, even when I naively stumbled into photography, I thought of photography as a science. Mm. I thought photography as a tool. I thought photography is a very structured kind of thing that I couldn't put any creativity to. And there is nothing farther from the truth yeah. than that. And it's oh, all about experimentation, yeah. knowing your equipment. Once you know your equipment, you can do so much with it. And you don't have to buy super expensive crap. expensive crap. Look up a Holga camera. Do that for me if you guys are listening to this and you mm -hmm. know anything and you want have any interest in photography. Look up a Holga camera, H-O-L-G-A, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. And you can buy a, this camera for like 50 bucks. And mess with that. Look up pinhole cameras. Look up... Any sort of thing. Get a freaking Polaroid camera if you can. If you get a classic one, that's great. If you get one of these new fangled things, that's fine too. Mess around with it. Get a cheap DSLR, whatever it is. I learned on a cheap-ass DSLR like Canon Rebel and did awesome work with it. So it doesn't matter. And like, just have fun and experiment and take photos of your kit. And that's one thing that I would, you know, at least hope start or you know have the conversation switch from having to buy what is commercially the best yeah and sticking with what is the best for you i mean you know who who am i to talk i have a two thousand dollar camera body yeah but yeah who are you to talk because i don't <laughs> even have that but see the thing is is like you know 
when you feel like you can't get any more out of the piece of equipment that you have mastered, yeah, then it's time to upgrade. then it's time to get there. You know, no, then I mean, it's time to push your then it's time to push your work because now you know not only am I a photographer, but I'm also a, a cinematographer. Yep. So I'm doing video work, you know, constantly, and I, you know, that's when you start kind of dealing with, you know, what is it that I need to push my work? Yeah. And that's what I feel like, you know, is the draw, you know, is uh, it's sort of a kind of a setback for people because you know they come in and they ask for these super expensive cameras and then they return them right away Yep. because they feel, Oh, it's just not doing what I want it to do. Is it not doing what you want it to do? Or is it because you don't know what you want it to do? You're also not willing to learn it. Exactly. And that's the main thing. That's the same thing with people and art. And they say, I can't draw a stick figure. I'm not artistic at all. I have no, it's, it's not that you're not artistic. It's that you're not, you're not willing to put the time in to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't come to me whining about it when you're like, I wish I was an artist. I wish I could do those things. It's just like, well, if you wish that, you can do, do it. it. It's just like if you wish you could be in shape. Unfortunately for me, I like to eat. <laughs> me too. I'm like me Ned too. Schneebly from like School of Rock. I like to eat. Is that such a fucking crime? It's not. I want to go to Ocean Buffet and eat as yeah. much as I want. Damn, and now I'm... Really good. Yeah, d- Am I hearing dinner plans? <laughs> uh, maybe. No, not, I don't know about Ocean Buffet, but something else. But, you know, some sort of different thing. But, like... There's... Yeah. There's... You know, I will agree. If you have the talent... You know, people with talent are going to get pretty far. Mm-hmm. But people that are willing to learn will get farther than the people with raw talent. So, okay. So, a great example is Tim Webb. And I'm going to bring this guy up again. He learned... Uh, graffiti and all that stuff in a year he did art in a year he started art in a year wow and he's already to that to the level that he is now the dude is extremely talented that's mm-hmm. the main word but he also puts his freaking work in and mm-hmm. so like the guy like we did a show together paintbrush social club a shout out to that and he had trouble with the acrylics so now he's dedicating himself to learn acrylics and I know in a year that dude is going to be nipping at like all of our heels. <laughs> and I'm like genuinely interested to see what's going to happen. So, but like, it's all about the hard work. It's not about the talent. Exactly. So yeah. And like with photography, it's all about your eye. It's all mm. about your drive. It's not about your equipment. Exactly. I can make a good picture with Crayola crayons you can make a good photo with like a cheap disposable camera. And, uh, you know, funny enough, one of my favorite photographers, Daito Moriyama, you know, he is the one that really sort of got me thinking and, you know, is this even a word philosophizing? Sure. Whatever. Um, (laughs) about, you know, this, this way of thinking that I have, uh, if you haven't checked out his work, I definitely recommend it. It is, it's going to be extremely jarring at first, but, it's the example that art doesn't have to be pretty for it to be good. Yes. And, you know, exactly like Zach was saying, he shoots his stuff on a little point and shoot that was made from like the 1970s. Yeah. And his images to me are some of the most striking, some of the most just influential images that I always go back to. Yeah. You know, and, you know, kind of going back to what I just said, you know, the difference between pretty and good photography, um, one of my favorite cinematographers of all time, you know, Sir Roger Deakins, he said that there is a difference, you know, there's a difference between pretty cinematography and good cinematography. Very That's much the so. exact same with photography. 
you know, there's a difference between taking a nice, pretty sunset photo and there's a difference between, you know, having it, maybe the sunset photo is maybe going behind somebody who's sitting alone on a bench while there's people playing in the, in the background. Yeah. You know, that's the difference between a pretty and a good photo. Yeah. You know, yeah. a good photo is going to make you feel something, which yeah. is what I want to do. I, you know, when you look at my images, I don't blame you if, or I wouldn't blame you if you thought that they were rudimentary to yeah. begin with. What I would like to hope is that you go back and look at them and hopefully feel something from them. Definitely. No, I mean, and that links back to an old thing that we were taught in photography in, in photo and all that uh, by, you know, Jennings and Darrow and all those guys shout out. Um, the decisive moment, person. you know, it's all about catching the right moment and that's going to make the photo. Once you once you figure it out, once you you're able to catch those moments, that's when you're gonna figure. That's that's it, you know. Exactly, and uh, you know one thing. Funny enough, one thing that I kind of found out, um, while studying Moriyama's work and sort of practicing it on my own too, um, you're gonna get those moments when you least expect it. Yeah, every Typ friggin' time. Typically, when you don't think about it, is yeah. when those moments become that much more intimate. Because when you go back and you look at your images and you're, you know, deciding which ones to, to post or to print or whatever, when you go back and you find that one moment that you didn't think about, yeah. it just becomes that much more intimate. It becomes that much more, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, relatable. Relatable and also just very satisfying. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I was on a shoot. I just picked up my camera again. So I did a shoot with Tim Webb and then I did a shoot with my other buddy, Ryan Dunlop at uh two five four junk, I believe it is. And he was, he needed some stuff for his website and uh, him and his dad were like talking about like what they were going to do or whatever the hell. And his dad's like this old cowboy dude and Ryan's kind of this country guy. And like, I'm looking at them and I just kind of turn and I just take that cheesy freaking picture of like the two of them. And I got this photo, man, of him, his dad looking like this stern, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, and Ryan kind of explaining. And I was just like, man, like that was like, that was just a half-assed like turn. I was sitting in a chair, like it didn't matter. And like mm -hmm. it came out like that. And that's what the kind of stuff that happens. You know I mean? That's the kind of things you got to look for. It's the moments you don't think about that are probably the most profound. Yeah. And you go back and you go back and think about it. Cause usually the shot you're like working your ass off to get is usually the shot that doesn't freaking come out. And the shots that you don't half think half about are the ones that come out half the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about looking through that feed of yours that you like uploaded into the camera and like, Oh yeah, this is, this is what I need. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's kind of weird. Cause I've been kind of, I've been posting some new work, um, back and forth. I have like two kind of styles that I've been experimenting with and, um, you know, one thing that I that I'm trying to work on personally is finding a balance between what I connect with and what the people are connecting with. Yeah. Because I notice what people are liking. Personally, I don't like it all that much. Nope. I really don't. No, and that's that's completely fine. I mean, it's kind of like not liking pop music. You know, that's that's okay. If you like pop music, I'm sorry, but don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can talk to me. You just don't talk about music. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just, we just don't talk about Harry Styles or any of that stuff. Yeah, right. God damn, dude. Speaking of music, man, that's like that's also something we bonded on. Oh, metal. 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 Kill switch engage. Flipping. You like tool way too much, but I mean we'll always I mean, argue I over that. Say too much. 
I don't think you can. I guess I don't. I don't know if you can't like Tool enough. I can. That's true. I can't like Tool that much. <laughs> so it's kind of a thing. But yeah, me and you would just blast tunes in the truck. That was like the main thing. It was like we'd, we'd just rage in the car and then like, you know, get out and like just be like, we're going to be delinquents. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that and was the same music fun. doesn't influence. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Well, Roman, man, I appreciate you coming out, man. And this has been such a fun time. It's always fun catching up with you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the uh, surprise. Hey, come on the show. Of course, bro. I really did enjoy it, so thank you so much for having me. Of course, bro. Well, until next time, guys, we will see you later. Peace. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.